0: Morning, team. Tuesday morning in London town. Actually, it's glorious. It really is lovely out there. I'm just fibbing, of course. It's not really, actually. It looks a bit overcut. Although, if it's anything like yesterday, yesterday was a lovely day. Yesterday was beautiful. Yesterday was so good, I went to get the car washed, thinking we're going to have two more days of brilliant sunshine. And they did a really good job, so I gave them an extra pound tip, which I thought was very generous of me. Anyway, so there she is, still as barking as ever. What's up, London? Screams Britney Spears as she opens in Manchester. Stupid woman, honestly. They don't get any more balmy, do they? Anyway, being a Tuesday, they do get more balmy because he's back again. Yes, it's your friend and his, and it's marvellous to see him back again in One Piece. He's been touring the British Isles. I have. At the moment in his one man show, Alan Dodgen, A Life Remembered. I have been touring the UK. You have been touring the UK, and you've been to Norfolk. Norfolk. Did you liked. Uh, yes, it was wonderful. Went to Liverpool. Liverpool. No. Liverpool. 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 Ferry cross the Mersey with the biggest cathedral. I've the ever biggest, seen. Biggest, biggest ever. Biggest in Europe. Not, not as big as Twickenham's cathedral. Twickenham's cathedral is huge. It's bigger than that. It's big is it really? To, yeah, it's biggest the cathedral in Europe. Well, that's what they tell you because you're up there. But I mean, have you ever measured it? No, trust me, it is massive. Not this really? place is. It's just the big modern one with the big. <laughs> well, you say modern, but I didn't think it looked modern at all. It looked uh, like an old cathedral to me. Oh, I didn't know old... it was only built. They finished completing it like in 1970s. Yes, I think that. Yes, that's the one I'm thinking of. I don't think it's very attractive actually. as Cathedral's go. I it's think not my favorite. It's favourite. fantastic. Really? Absolutely oh. beautiful. If you go inside, it's amazing. And oh. you can actually go up to the top of the tower as well. Yeah. Two lifts and 108 steps. Wow. How incredible is that? Well, it's not as good as St Paul's Cathedral because I've walked to the top twice. 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 It's quite some going. Well, I'm sure it's I'm sure it is, especially when you're just going round and round and round. I would love to go to the top of St Paul's, I have mm. to say. And then I went to Norwich. Great. Norwich? 32. Norwich famous for well, several things. Okay. Well, of course, you've got the football. Yeah. You've got Nigella. Yeah. Not Nigella, sorry. Not Nigella. Who am I talking about? Delia. Delia, Delia of course. she owns the football club. 32 churches within the city walls, a mm-hmm. castle, two cathedrals. No. What's it famous for? Mustard. No. Nope. What then? It's the quiz of the week. Oh, here we go. Right. It's Sale of the Century somebody's famous for norwich they're from norwich it's the quiz of the week if you ask people in the street now what norwich is famous for they're not going to say they'll that, go nicholas they? Parsons, sale of the century they won't they w- of course they will only if you're born in the 40s or 50s will they say that well i'm only asking those people i'm not asking anybody else oh fine no point in asking other people is there ridiculous sorry anyway great to see you yeah great you've been in a right mood with me this morning no honestly moment Alan came in he, he always puts a smile on my face and uh, and this morning was no different was it really <laughs> he walked in and i thought hello how are you <laughs> <laughs> i've been busy for you i've been baking baking i've been baking i've been trying to find ways to de-stress and i've been baking unfortunately it's not helping me de-stress i'm, I'm not big to on... eating too much after yeah, I i'm not them. big on baking as you know well i'll let you try them later I've brought you some stuff. Oh, I've baked some muffins for you. I'm not... Oh, God, even worse. What do you mean? What? Well, I don't do muffins, as you know. No, I don't know you don't do yeah, muffins. Yeah, I'm allergic to muffins. You're not allergic. You're it's, making it it's up. It's one of my biggest allergies. In fact, it'd probably bring me out in a rash. What What, what sort of stuff are you not allergic to? Er, uh, anything you bake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic to. Right. Fine. Because I've got something for you as well. Oh, have you? Really? Uh, yeah, are you yeah. just making it up now? No, I, uh... I, I bought the other day from um from the garden centre. Yes. Uh, a big basket with strawberries in and my first crop has arrived and uh, here they are. Oh <laughs> they're big, aren't they? Oh they are they? quite big. That's yes. your first basket. <laughs> <isn't>? <laughs> my first basket. I bought the basket on the Tuesday. By Wednesday the first my crop word. was up. So, the, so did these you are buy my... did you buy the plastic box that it comes in? No as I well? had that left over. Oh, did you? Oh, from goodness. another crop of strawberries oh, that I had the week before. Is this a punnet of a... there it's, it's a it's called a punnet now. I mean as you can see I haven't actually Filled it completely, because the first crop was a bit thin <laughs> on the ground. But then, luckily, this morning I went out Oh, really? And and there was some more. Good grief. Only this time, even bigger strawberries. That's that the biggest strawberry I think I've ever seen. It <laughs> is a big strawberry, actually, <laughs> even by my standards. So we were very lucky that we've had two crops wow. of strawberries. Well, I'll eat one of your strawberries if you eat one of my muffins. You're not having any of my strawberries. They're going back in the box. I just <laughs> don't see what's wrong with eating one of my muffins. Because I, d- I haven't seen your hygiene. What do you mean you haven't seen my... my... As anybody would tell you, I'm a little bit funny. about It's like you go to the market and there's people picking up with their bare hands, because they've just recently been picking their nose, the roll and putting a burger in it, and I don't want to touch it. If they've got gloves on, that's fine, I'll eat there. If they haven't, I don't want to eat it's there. It's a sterilised kitchen, for goodness sake. Not so you say. Well, you don't wash those strawberries so... before you give them to me. They've only just been picked off the vine. Yeah, but all the... Been well, been... chemicals, you probably spray all over them. No, I don't use chemicals. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, how do I know? How well, do I know? You're saying that, because you, you're asking me, anyway, How? what's the hygiene like in but my But I've house? seen the rented council accommodation that you live in, because there's a picture in the paper today of it. You probably should never say it. There is a picture in the paper today. I don't want to go into it too much, but uh, we will later on. Marvelous. Anyway, a lot of people saying good morning to you. Good morning. Mainly social workers. Uh, Steve, I thought Norwich is famous for Alan Partridge. Aha! 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 So there you go. And, uh, morning to Alan. Good morning. From Angela. Apparently, Clive Bull listeners were twittering him to see if he was coming in today. He sounds popular. He's not really, actually, Angela, no. You're not very popular, are you? Am I not? No, no. not really. Oh, not, sorry, no. No. You're not that popular. I'm just part of the community. Three, well, yeah. how many How many people twittered you? As if you were coming in. Uh, one, two, two, three, four, five, six, six seven, eight, yeah. nine, ten, eleven. It's yes, all right.
1: Three hundred and twenty two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Such a fibber, ladies and gentlemen. Such a fibber. I did laugh in the paper today because there's a, a number of um, stories. First of all, the uh, thug that is Jack Tweed was out again last night, drunk, I'm afraid, mm. uh, and this time annoying neighbours. Uh, Jack, who doesn't actually have a job or do anything, and it's a completely and utter waste of space, uh, went to the tenth floor home of model Maria Fowler in South Woodford. I'm afraid the term model in South Woodford don't quite sit very well with me this morning. And apparently a neighbour said they were acting like children. It went on till half three. Well, they are children. He's a rather stupid boy, actually, Jack Tweed, as anybody will tell you. Why his parents got no control over him, I've got no idea. But there you go. And uh, Jack Osborne was attacked by drunken thugs as he returned from a wedding. Uh, Rocker, Aussie's son, fought off two yobs who pounced on him. In other words, you just got to fall on Jack Osborne, and he bounces a little bit like uh, one of those. No, he's very fit now. Yeah, but he says here, uh, I think, uh, as my knuckles hurt today, I think it means I hit them harder than they hit me. I think he's just trying to. The trouble is, he's such a wuss. Oh, he scraped his hands on the floor. He when scraped he fell his over. hands on the floor, I suspect, when he fell over. We don't actually believe that Jack Osborne is, is hard at all. He's just a little fat boy, who, if you remember, used to run around with a gun in the house. He's not um, fat that's anymore. That's actually... Sorry? He's not fat anymore. Yeah, he's not an adrenaline junkie, let's put it that way. Oh, I think he is. No, he's not. He's not. Well, it's just made up for the television, isn't it? It's it's to make him look as though he's sort you of know, really. Tough. Well, he does it all though. Well, most people do bungee jumping, don't they? Not mm. difficult. I could you do it? I could do it from here. From here, if I wanted. Or, or seven foot. Seven? Have you seen the drop outside this window? It's a huge drop. It's right, fifteen foot. I, if it's more than fifteen. That's more. That is the, more than fifteen. Well, of course, it's more than fifteen. The ceiling's what seven foot high. Eight foot six, eight foot six. All yeah. right, so two of these. So what's yeah. that? all right, nineteen. But well, it's foot. more than that, isn't it? We're, we're fifteen hundred. We're on the second up. floor. We're not on the second floor <laughs> much. Uh, John Burko is the newspeaker of the House of Commons. You won't see him, of course, because he's about two foot tall. <laughs> Anne Widdecombe withdrew. I thought she was going to get it. I don't think she actually wanted it. Oh, she did. Oh God, did I she know, ever I want it? Oh, she think. so. I, I thought it was all for it. the TV. No, no, no. I think she seriously wanted it. She absolutely, seriously wanted it and then didn't get it. The trouble is, you're never going to hear her. She's a little bossy boots. We remember on the uh, the Fit Club. Can you run round here? No, I will not. I quite like her, actually. Oh, I quite like yeah. her, but I think her, her views are somewhat outdated. In fact, more than a bit outdated. Uh, Jordan... Yes, the drunk's back again in the papers. Pays 85 quid to have her husband's name crossed out on her wrist tattoo. She's off with a load of blokes, although, to be honest with you, they look a bit... Um, actually, a has she actually bit... done that? She's actually paid for well, the tattoo so she's out? a bit stupid, isn't she? Oh, for She's say. a bit stupid. However, there is a, a question in one of the papers today. I had to do it, actually. I had to write it down. It can't be in here. It can't be in Gordon Starts The Sun. So it must be in the mirror. Oh, Farrah Fawcett is going to read... Um, wed... Um, Ryan. Ryan, whatever it was she starred with in Love Story. Ryan O'Neill.
2: Oh, they're really? Gonna, they're
0: going to marry. Well, but you know she's dying. Yes. And she's in the last uh, throes of cancer. In fact, they think she might even be so weak she won't be able to say her vows. They said she'll nod her head. I thought, she can't say her vows. She won't have the strength to nod her head. she mm. better move her fingers and that'll be about it. And um, he's 68. 68? Lord. And uh, they have a son, Redmond. They, they did date in 1980. They split in 97 but stayed friends as she nursed him through leukaemia... Uh, when he was diagnosed eight years ago, not very good at all. Uh, but I must find this bit in the paper today. Apart you, from, sorry, did you Trump? see Ivana Trump on Chatty Man the other night? No. Oh, the tr- series is dreadful. The program. Well, I, I quite enjoyed it. I must admit, but oh. I, I thought she's looking a little bit like she's had too much touch-up done. Did she got the same hairstyle? Mmm. Oh, soul. Honestly, she has a daughter called Ivanka. Other <laughs> stories in the papers today. <laughs> Not a lot you could say, is it really? <laughs> <Not> really. <laughs> Imagine you talk to that. Anyway, um oh it's not in this one. Now, where is it then? It must be in it must be in another paper. Oh Kerry Katona was out in a club the other day. Nice to see you're still bipolar and drunk, Kerry. And some woman pictured in all the papers walking along the train tracks and she wasn't mentally ill. Well why was she walking on them? Well, I don't know, but the train slowed down and they put her on board. What? She's walking with shopping. She's—I mean—quite clearly, some stupid people out there. Nobody walks along train tracks. Sorry, the train stopped for her. The train stopped and let she her gets on. on, and they got back to the station. Let me see. The, the driver says, "I thought she must have been suffering from some sort of illness, but she wasn't. Uh, she's not mentally ill, which generally people who walk along tracks are. I'm afraid." Oh no, she so was actually let in the cab. Yes. Well, because otherwise the next train going very fast would have probably knocked her over. I mean she's immensely stupid. So naive and thick, I should imagine, or possibly a drunk, but not mentally ill. Well I hope she's not fine. I don't know what you have to do now to um to sort of be actually thrown in prison. Anything really. Oh and uh, Frankie goes to Hollywood are making a comeback. Everybody's making a comeback. Now, can I just mention Frankie goes to Hollywood? You know, of course, that none of them ever played or sang on any of the records. The only person who ever sang was Holly Johnson. I didn't know that. There was that campy gay boy who danced, who never sang. None of the three ever played a note on any of the Frankie Goes to Hollywood singles. It was all done by Trevor Horn in the studio. How possibly can they reform when they contributed zilch? Nothing. They mimed on everything they ever did. The only person who ever sang was Holly Johnson, and he's made no comment at all because he's uh, he's HIV positive, but has been for donkey's years. Donkey's years now. But there's so many acts that have always mimed, and but they never, but, would make yeah, but they never played on any of the records. Be like reforming the Bay City Rollers and going. I tell you what. Why do you do some of your early hits? Oh, terribly sorry. You never featured on them, did you? And exactly the same for Frankie Goes to Hollywood. They never featured because it was all Holly Johnson. But that's not a reason not to reform. It's called Fraud. It's called Fraud. Going out there playing somebody else's tunes. Fraud. Sorry, Alan, it's Fraud. Anyway, it's Fraud. Uh, other stories of the papers today. Which reality star has started posing on a gay X-rated website? We'll tell you in a moment. <laughs> News headlines, two rush-hour subway trains have collided in Washington, D.C., killing at least six people, up to 70 more are thought to be injured. Tory John Burko has won the race to become Speaker of the House of Commons. The Buckingham MP led the voting throughout and beat off the challenge of rival Sir George Young last night. One of the world's most famous smokers has imposed tough new regulations on tobacco companies. President Obama's passed a law forcing suppliers to include strong health warnings on packets in America and stop marketing to the young. And in sport, Andy Murray starts his challenge for his first Wimbledon title later. The Britain's British number 1 is up against the American Robert Kendrick in the first round. Let's have a check on the state of the roads for you this morning. And uh, I think it's Jay Louise. It
3: certainly is. Thank you very much, Steve.
0: So to come, Brendan from Coach uh, Trip will be joining us on the program. So excited! We had a vote. I can't off. believe we... you're excited about this program. You never seen it? No. Oh it's, well. And just from the description, it doesn't sound exciting. But d- I will. Well, watch I know it, it doesn't. From it. the description, it doesn't sound exciting until you realise how revolting some of the people are. I mean, some of them. Oh, I mean, it's like putting Kerry Katona and husband Mark on there. It's as bad as that. Sometimes they're so revoltingly. Awful, you think, I'm surprised I mean, somebody pitched you out the side can of the coach. I just, can I just get this right? Mm. There's couples in a coach, driven around There's about uh, six or seven couples, probably six couples, I think. Uh, so, they, so they get on the coach, OK? It starts off with a group of people. Say, like, me and you and Amanda and her boyfriend and... Uh, I, savoury I, I know out, all sorts of of people, people. Means, okay. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just explaining what it is. Okay, we all nice. get on the coach and we start off here. And Brendan says, right, today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going around Europe and we're going to start off in Barcelona. So as we're going, we're all chatting or some of us are not chatting. Maybe I look at you and think, I don't want to talk to you. And so I carry on talking to my friends and you're th- because you don't like everybody. Yes. You know, you, quite clearly you don't. You don't. And so, so you're sort of pootling along, and then we then we get off and we say, right, today uh, on our stop to Barcelona, we're going to go and have a look at a salt mine. And so, somebody will take you around a salt mine, or they'll show you how to make cakes. So, I thought you, they did... don't get off the coach. Oh yes, you, of course you get off the coach. Wait, You've got to. Not go according to the, to the Channel Four website, no, you, you don't. don't get off. Well, you do get off the coach. I mean, you don't get off the coach and go anywhere else. You can't stay on the coach for the whole six then weeks. Why don't does be they silly. Say on the site, you don't get off the coach. Well, because, because what they mean, you're interpreting it wrong. How am I interpreting You're you don't interpreting get off that the coach, coach style. As... Don't start this morning because I'm trying to explain this to you as one adult to a child. Okay, so here it goes. So they're all on the coach. Now, at the end of the day, after we've all done our things and we, we've all eaten and we, we go to the hotel for the night, wherever it is, we all then vote on who we don't want to be on the coach anymore. So I might go, well, I don't think, because I didn't really have very much to say to Alan yesterday and his his partner, so uh, I'm going to vote for them. If three of us vote for you, out of all the couples, you get yellow card. If you get three yellow cards, t- two, two yellow cards, you then get a red card, then you leave the coach. When you leave the coach with your partner, because we don't like you, somebody else is brought in, another couple come in. And so it goes on. And no, that's the pr- well. It's it's like the come dine with me thing. It's very simple. But when you see the people on the coach, and you realise that some of these journeys in between the destinations can be quite a few hours, and some people don't talk to each other, some people are very up, some people are very bullient, some people are very in your face, some people you think I wish you just off. Can I just quote something? Yes, of course you can. Quote something from the actual TV show. Yes. Okay. Stopping off at a wealth of destinations on their way. Yes. But confined to a coach. Yeah. So. They're telling that they're telling a lie. No, they're they not. Get, oh, no, it's your confined. interpretation again. The, 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 the... How's
2: how is that, interpretation, because the interpretation, interpretation
0: confined, of to a coach because they're all on the coach together. They get off and go to these things, but they can't. They can't go and get in a car or get in a train or get in an aeroplane. They're all on the coach. Hence the program being called. Bit of a giveaway here. Slow to push it into this morning. Coach trip, and right, I like it's the called fact, coach trip because like the they're fact, on a coach. I like the fact you've said that it's exactly like come dine with me, except they don't cook, they don't go round to each other's house, mm-hmm. and they don't vote at the end of each night with points. So Many of those exactly exactly has be, like come dine with me, isn't it? Absolutely. The identical except they're not on a coach they don't cook and you don't win a thousand pounds at the end of it but what the trouble is sorry what well i think mean? they get a holiday i seem to remember Brent, a holiday? they get a weekend free somewhere but they've in just been round plumbing europe yes but you've been round europe with people you otherwise wouldn't want to be with and so that's the i think the price the should whole be to, get to go home yeah, but, but, but I, I mean, luckily, dying with me. many of the people on it are on benefits, so they're able to take six weeks off. So that's quite handy for them, because, I mean, you don't have to look at some of these people to realise that they've quite clearly never done a day's work in their life. How do they wash? Sorry? How do they wash? They're in a hotel every night. Every night, the coach will pull into a hotel, and they all get off and go into the hotel. Then they come out in the morning, get on the coach, and go on to their destination. So, yes, again, I say, but confined to a coach. So they're not because they're to not a coach. Because they're not able to get off and sort of... You know, I mean, I think you need to go on coach trip. Although, to be honest with you, I think so. you'd be voted off very quickly. Anyway, the, <gasps> the question is, and this appears in the Daily Star today. Better pin your ears back. Which former reality hunk turned tele presenter is so skint that he stooped to posing nude for an X-rated gay website, leaving his live-in girlfriend and new baby blissfully unaware? It's Adam Child, and you won't have heard it exactly, but they say here in the goss with Charlie and Jessica. Uh, Which former reality hunk turned telepresenter? His name's Adam Child. He was in a programme called Shipwrecked. And he's on a website called... We can't tell you because it's an adult website. And, yes, he takes his clothes off and does a bit more. And what's wrong with this? I didn't say there was anything wrong with it. I'm just saying. Just, well, the way you're saying it. Well, I don't know why. It's the way you're saying it. They've actually. So it's not. It is the way you're saying it. You're making I'm, it sound like it's something wrong with it. No, absolutely not. I've I said to Adam around Child. Say, I could turn around and say, what, you know, what talk show host in London yeah. you know, has secretly been going out with, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, there's no secret about it. And the way it. I say it. Jordan like, and I are engaged. You said you weren't going to no say it. Well, she's she's I said, gonna, said I wasn't going to say because annoyed. I thought that you would preempt it, so I decided to do it. Anyways, Adam Child, and he was on Shipwreck. You won't know who he is. Because I didn't know who he was, either. I had to do some investigation and found out who he is. I know who Kerry Katona is. She's some drunk, mad-as-a-box-of-frogs mad bo- box creature who has now had her children tattooed onto her neck. You really are just... just... just stupid, dear, aren't you? The names of the kids, Heidi and Maxwell, tattooed onto her neck. I mean, you just... you just... It, she doesn't get any stupider, does she? Really stupid. A stupid, stupid woman. He's a bit rough-looking, actually. Who? Adam Child. Yeah, I'm just looking. Is at his that photos? the bleach blonde one? Yeah, he's uh, actually a bit rough looking. Yeah, must be desperate for money. Must be desperate for money. Uh, here is the first picture we have in the paper today of uh, of Alan's flat. Which is very nice. This is the reason why I'm not going to be eating. It's called The House of Filth. We've seen the pictures of it in the paper. It's no good trying to deny it. Oh, no, that is my place. Thank you. Oh, but that's before I got the new dishwasher, though. (laughs) That's right. And how wonderful to put it up on the sideboard. (laughs) (laughs) There was a picture of a house today of a couple who allowed their children to live in a hellhole filled with feces, and you've never seen anything like it. I would love to... Apparently, the 26-year-old dad and 24-year-old mum who cannot be named for legal reasons... Somebody explain to me what legal reasons filth like this... Well, the children have been taken into care. It's it's neglect. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, name them. The next-door neighbours are going to know who they are. Oh, and we name and shame this morning the Alan Titchmar show, who have been wrapped over the knuckles by Ofcom for product placement. Nothing new. Nothing new. You remember that I told you before, some... In fact, probably more than a year ago, when, um... Who was that Texan model? Jerry Hall turned up on the BBC's breakfast programme on television. She was paid by a company. It was a margarine company. And she was paid to endorse it. So they put her on the BBC. And uh, and she says in that nauseating drawl of hers, well, I always make my cakes weird. And then she named the product and held it up. And the BBC presenters allowed her to get away with it. Not half as bad... As on the uh, Ainsley-Harriet plug programme, where, again, at the end, we have a goodie bag. And which company are you from? We're from the um, Alan Dodgen Ice Cream Company, and we brought you in some of our ice cream flavours. He holds them up to the camera for a free plug. I'm assuming people are on backhanders here. But now the Alan Titchmar Show has been wrapped over the knuckles for product placement when they had various people on there, and they lay out... It's an endorsement. It's a free advert for that product. However, what's the difference between that and me having somebody coming in saying uh, I'm in a play in the West End, I'm in a film, I'm writing a book? They all get paid for doing it. Very. Re- the only reason you get celebrities on is because they're plugging something. Actually, that's a very good point. You're quite right there. What? When they're plugging a show, that's kind of endorsing. Exactly it anyway. the same. I'm saying go and see Alan Dodger because he's in Little Women, and it's you know you? Didn't M- that, didn't you. Sorry, yeah, nothing. I couldn't think of anything else. No, no, of course The you Borrowers. Can. Alan Dodger is starring in The Borrowers. As Thanks. as the child Thanks. who gets abandoned oh, in a matchbox definitely. and permanently. And and so that's Steve the... Allen in the BFG. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've never eaten in KFC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, heavens above. Because it used to be the joke years ago that if you mentioned all these companies they would send it to you. I used to mention Jack Barclays and Rolls Royce every day without fail. I've been mentioning KFC, 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 and so far nothing has arrived. But I do have some homegrown strawberries, so that's good news.
2: This is El...
0: Actually, of course, the worst thing about Alan making muffins is because he's got cats, there's probably cat hair all over the kitchen. It's probably, you know, you spend the rest of your time picking cat hairs out from the muffins. Oh, can I quickly tell you... Mm, the cats are allowed out now right so they go exploring mm. in Child- fact what they're trying to do is break away ladies and, <laughs> and gentlemen firstly they've been to social services they've been to the police <laughs> well they always come back at nine thirty on the dot always come back. of the course evenings. they get fed of course so mm. they come back so we can lock the lock the door stop the lock the cat flap so the foxes won't come in at night right so there's a cat flap so you can get in and out if you've lost your key ha 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 anyway this so the other night looking for charlie charlie Finally, turns up at ten o'clock, but Bella is nowhere to be seen. Gets to midnight, slightly worried, so go out looking for Bella, searching the whole neighbourhood, can't find her at all. The whole neighbourhood. Did I walk around the whole, the whole of the hospital grounds? Okay, where they live. He went rounds, through, the woods. Okay, he went through the woods
1: and everything, looking mm. for it, her, calling her nothing. Come back in one o'clock in the morning, have a look in the office, and
0: there she was, been locked in the office for about six hours. Really, <laughs> poor thing, Gave her lots of attention, cruelty. Of <laughs> the RSPCA is in <listening>, cruelty, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen dishwasher last time, wasn't it? Yes, thank I, you. I remember when our, our cat, when I was at home, ran away candy. We had a white-haired cat, like a cosset cat, mm-hmm. from, the, from the advert, and it, it, it ran away. Well, I say it ran away, it seemed to get itself three miles the other side of Newbury. How? How? It did? No idea. We can only think it either got in a car, or a lorry, or sort of skateboarded, I don't know, whatever it did, it got the other side. And, uh, and after a, a, a few weeks, we put an advert in the local paper, which we had running, and somebody phoned up and said, well, we had a white cat turn up on our doorstep. And so we immediately went round there that evening, and it was the biggest house you've ever seen. I mean, the biggest house. It made ours look like a garden shed, and our house was fairly big. And and so we opened the front door. The man opened the front door, because we didn't have keys. It wasn't our house. And opened the front door, and there's this big, long, red carpet stretching out before us, and walking down it towards us was the cat. And you could see the cat saw us and went... Dugger <laughs> <laughs> They found me. He <laughs> was quite clearly having a very nice time there. Well I went I went to the pet store as well at the weekend to get some more fish for the fish tank. Yeah. And I, I had to fill out this whole form before they would allow me to have these fish. They're only like little mollies. But this woman's like saying, Right, so I need to know how big's your fish tank. No, really? Yeah. How big is the fish tank? How long have you had the water in it? Is the water tested regularly? Blah, blah, blah. Those questions I kind of understand. And then she'd go, What other fish have you got in there? Do you know how to look after fish? How often do you feed them? It was like about 20 questions just for these fish. Well, that's very good because we went to the market at Northfield the other day. They're fish. Sorry? They're fish. They're just mollies. Yes, but you don't want them to be eaten by other fish. It's They're not, not going to be nice. eaten by other Well, they other might fish. Be if you've got big fish in I'm them. not going to pay £10 for these fish. Well, you to might. To get... I'm not going you to, You might be I? getting your kicks that way. What do you mean, Get my kicks that we way? We don't know. Well, no, I, mean, I, so I don't want to go into it. But we, we go to the market, and Nathan wants to buy his ten. He wants to buy Quantum of Solace. Mm, mm. A bit old for him. So exactly. So we, the market. Mm. So he goes to the, the stall to buy... He's got his money, Quantum of Solace... And uh, oh, pardon me. And he, he comes back in two minutes, and he says, "Uncle Steve, will you come with me?" That's why I said the man won't sell it to me. I thought, well, there's a responsible storekeeper. Yeah, that's good. Northwield Market, and the guy said, "Oh, that's all right." So I just wanted to check that he was with somebody. I said, "Well, good for you. Good for you. Isn't that good to hear from a market? Because normally they'll flog you anything, mm. but Northwield they were very good on that. I was that very, pleased. very good. Very pleased. Very quickly, um, Ian says many years ago we went our, um, on a mystery coach trip." And he said it was decided to have a sweepstake to guess where we were going. The driver one. Amazing, isn't it? So clever, these things. Uh, another one here. Um... You... Nothing. What? Nothing, what? nothing, nothing! Hopeless, isn't it? I Inter- think it just sounds like a fabulous TV show. I can't wait to see it. really yeah. excited. <laughs> Coach trip is ace. I couldn't believe the woman last night who grabbed that boy's... Yes, she... that was Anne. A rather... dirty sort of person. And did you notice? Universally hated. Hated. Oh, that's all right, she goes. I thought, I'd have... And then at the end, one of the boys had lent her his bag on the trip and because they voted for her, she threw it in the Adriatic. I'd have pushed the bitch in, ladies and gentlemen. I'd have pushed her in after. would go, swim home, horrible woman. You know what, I'm worried. I'm worried that if I do watch it, I'm going to love it. I'm going to get a You will love it. I'll tell you for why, because it's so simple and I can't describe it to you. Yeah, yeah it's a make coach it... trip. It's really simple. I get it. It's it, No, it's more than that. It's it, you're, what you're looking at. It's like... It's like Big Brother was in the beginning before they learnt how to play the game. The trouble is on this one, you're sitting on a coach with cameras on you all the time. They've got cameras in the roof of the thing. And so you, they're either sleeping or they're chatting or some of them are arguing. There's some students on there. But why don't get is, if somebody's voted off, yeah. why do they put somebody new in? Because if they keep on doing that... Because otherwise there'd be nobody left, would they, on the coach? just be Brendan and yeah, the driver. How do you find a winner if you keep putting somebody new in? Because it runs for six weeks. It's a six-week programme. After six weeks, the people have been on, then, then they will vote whoever is left. You know, there'd be somebody who'd be on the longest, won't there? Well, yes, obviously. The idea is to stay on the coach for the whole thing. It's like Big Brother. The whole idea is not to be voted out early or to walk out like some mamby-pamby little woman did the other day. Because, I miss my babies, I miss my babies. Well, you shouldn't have bloody gone in there in the first place, should oh, you? I don't, don't get that. I'd never get that. Oh, an attention-seeking little mm. nobody. Uh, Brendan is very funny, says Karen. Love coach trip. Well, at 6.15, we'll talk to Brendan. Barbara says, "Will you stop bullying that lovely Alan? I feel so sorry for him. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, <laughs> thanks for the ha, ha, ha. Uh, she said ha, ha, ha. That's what I mean, thanks. Well, actually, she just said ha, ha. Oh. Which is different from ha, 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 this isn't bullying, it? bullying, you know. <laughs> it's not really. It's sort of, it's sort of agreed bullying. Agreed bullying. Agreed bullying, So yes. you and the rest of London against me. <laughs> thanks. Uh, good description of coach trips, Steve. Can't remember what the prize is. Wasn't that Anne Vile? And they all thought so. So uh, I felt like saying at the end, "I'm sorry, to, it's not just one or two people voted for you. Everybody voted for you, apart from two of the girl. They don't like you. You're a nasty little piece of work." I got a hello. Hello the samsung netbook oh mm. oh we haven't had one of these for a while no, have we you haven't we haven't had a, a netbook for a while it's uh, fantastic to give away in our how low reverse auction hello with all the top features you'd expect from samsung this netbook is incredibly small and light yet very powerful it's a bit like alan dodger <laughs> despite being small and compact it has a normal notebook sized keyboard to make typing easier unless you've got big thick fingers like alan in which case you know it's a case of uh, jkui two of my fingers o- to one of your fingers sorry Sorry, excuse me. I have look. No, look at the difference. It's like I've got tiny petite hands. You've got hands like the Incredible Hulk. Oh. What are you on about? My hands are so small compared if to those yours. Were, I mean, if you were genetically modified, you'd be attractive, and um, with a battery see life of up this. to. See sorry, this. see this. This yeah. is called hair. You did have it once. I deliberately keep it off because it's the summer. And because nobody wants hair and sweat falling down over your face. I've seen you sitting in restaurants, the little rivulets of sweat running down your face. It's not attractive into your scrambled egg. Oh, you're nasty, today. It's not attractive. You're a nasty, man. It's a battery life of up to seven hours. That's good. I- that's very good. Seven hours. Very good. For isn't no it? Book, that's very good. Very good. <laughs> Ideal to carry around town, enabling you to work from. Just about anywhere. You can work in, in the corner of this room. That's because it's a notebook. You could go to the other corner if you want to work it's from notebook. there. a notebook, of course. You could go next door. It's you it's can a go notebook. and sit in the disabled convenience. House. You can work anywhere. Really? That's sit amazing. on the top of a bus with it if you want. You can go and sit in that studio. You can go anywhere you like. I could do it under the table you here. You couldn't. Well, I couldn't, no. Know, exactly. Because I can't mean. see. Because I'm bend blind. Down. I can't bend down. <laughs> well, I can. I just can't get back up again. <laughs> lowest unique bid will win. That's the lowest bid in pence that nobody else makes. Bids in by 6 p.m. You text LBC, followed by your bid in pence, and send that to Treble That's eight 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 two one. So LBC, your bid in pence, and then eight 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 two one. Treble The bid will cost one pound fifty plus your standard network rate. Lines close at six PM today. You must be over sixteen. CLBC.co.uk for full terms and conditions. That's a I good also prize. Think, It's a very good prize. I also think that uh, people who play tennis should be over 16. I don't want to see a 15-year-old playing at Wimbledon. I don't care what anybody says. It's a game for adults. She's a child. She's 15. She can't even vote. Yeah, I have to say, I think the, the age needs to be put in yeah. a little bit. And what they've done is they've said, oh, never mind, dear. There's always an year. I'm thinking, leave her alone. She's a child. But at the same time, she's actually been very sensible. She's still at school. Whereas a lot of the others get taken out. Well, I'm... I'm so she's I'm, still studying, so it's good. Yes. I mean, I, I do agree with you. Um, Michael says, Why do Channel 4 keep slipping in an old series of Come Dine With Me? Last night's episode it had only been shown a few months ago. Was this the one that I turned on? And it was, it was the Preston one, and it was the guy whose partner had been a drag queen in a bar. And I started watching, thinking... Because when he said Preston, I thought, Oh, it's going to be Preston from The Ordinary Boys. I thought, Oh, God, no, he's so boring anyway. M- to Chantel, Living the Dream... And so I thought that as well. I don't know why they're showing it, Mike. Perhaps they haven't got anybody. So it's my old hometown. What, Preston? Preston. Are oh, you Lancashire? You know I am. Are you really? Yeah, really, Steve. That accent's Steve. gone, Yes, that? that's, yeah. Yeah. And well, what other famous person comes from Preston? Tom Finney. Who? Tom Finney. Who the heck's Tom Finney? <sighs> it's a footballer. Oh, right. Or oh. ex-footballer. Ex-footballer. Oh, my goodness me. That's yeah. amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic. That's yeah. fantastic. So, and also... Sally, Sally, pride of our alley... You're more than the whole world to me. What? I'm just singing to you. I just thought you'd appreciate it. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> so I thought your name was Sally.
2: Okay. It's Maureen. It's only a
0: rumour. Maureen, is it? Yes. <laughs> Maureen from <laughs> driving school. <Great>. Hey! <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll come back to the Alan Titchmarsh story a little bit later on, because I think that there is, that there are sort of claims against every programme. I don't know why they've singled that one out. But I like be- the fact you've actually brought up something there, that how can product placement still take place when people come <laughs> on Endorsing shows. Well, the TV difference stuff. is, I mean, if, if it's a... Cele- my, my benchmark is, if it's a celebrity coming on who's been paid by a company, like uh, Jerry Hall was, and sits there and blatantly goes, uh, this product here is what I use for my cooking, I'm thinking, you've been paid a few thousand pounds to do a free advert on the BBC. The BBC producer on that programme should have been fired immediately, because they know the rules. Mm. You know, product placement we've had before. I remember seeing it on EastEnders where quite clearly somebody was on a backhander and they did a a close-up of Royal Jelly in Pauline's kitchen. And by the time it came to the repeat, they'd removed it pretty smartish because somebody obviously said, are you mad? You can get fired for that because it's product placement. Ofcom have decided to step in. But it goes on all the time. I'm sure that on various programmes today on LBC, including my own, you're going to be hearing somebody coming on talking about something that they're paid for to do. So Brendan is on to talk about Coach Trip. In essence, that's a free advert for Coach Trip. But if you took away all of this, you'd have nothing you'd left. You'd have nothing left. you have nothing left to talk about. If, if I say, oh, there's a story in the mail today, oh, my goodness me, that's an advert for the mail. What do you do? Very difficult, isn't it? It is very difficult. Very difficult, but there you go. So uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Somebody sent me a copy of Positive News from around the world. It is quite clearly the most boring magazine I've ever... It's a newspaper. How much is this? It's positive news. I suppose, taking away from the fact... Because somebody wrote in yesterday to um, to the producer, I think, and said, oh, yesterday's programme was very depressing. And I wanted to write back and go, oh, I'm terribly sorry, the news is quite depressing. Nothing you can do about making beheading seem light-headed, you know, or a drunken Jordan. It was all depressing news. So is this paper good news Well, I don't time. really know what it is. I can't work out if it's the Doolally Brigade. You know, the editor. Is it the Doolally Buddhist Brigade? Is it... Is it that one? Because I'm looking at the advert... Well, I don't care whether she's a nice lady, but I'm looking at the adverts in the back. Greek Holistic Holidays, Vegetarian Guesthouse, Man with a Van, John the Positive News Van Driver is available for general hire, Solar Hot Water, uh, Whitby Bed and Breakfast, Vegetarian and Vegan. I think we're dealing with quite clearly (laughs) the doolally brigade here. But guess how much this is? Uh, okay, here how it is many pages? News. How many pages? How many pages? Okay, it's twenty-three pages. How how, how frequent is it? Uh, it comes out four times a year. Oh, only four times a year. Yes. Oh, one pound fifty. Sorry, one fifty. Six pound fifty. You're having a laugh. I'm not. Six pounds fifty. Well, well, it actually it's a bit less than that. Well, it's which is fifteen pounds it? for four issues. What? Yeah, fifteen pound. is a well. I thought they were having a laugh. Four issues of a paper. There's only twenty-three pages. Four long. issues. It says here. Listen, direct debit. And uh, one year subscription, four issues, fifteen pounds. Two year subscription, eight issues, twenty seven pounds.
1: May I see?
0: I would be a lot happier with my own John Bull printing outfit. So it's obviously for vegetarians and vegans and it's their own little paper and they can go and stay in other vegetarian places and mix with other vegetarians. Because some of the this literature is here. this paper's free. Well, it certainly is This isn't. newspaper is free. Well it's no Your supporters enabled us to. Well, it's not. Well, why does it say free on the front of it? Well, perhaps my one was free. I don't know. Anyway, there are other things in here. Well. It (laughs) says free. Thank you, Amanda. It says free. Final reminder Positive News, £15, four issues. It says this newspaper is free, but your subscription is positive. Yes, I would like to resubscribe to Positive News. Please tick. One year subscription is not a donation. One year subscription is £15. I wish to make. I uh, wish to pay by cheque or money order. I wish to pay by credit card. I wish to pay by direct debit. They're based in Shropshire. I think it's a donation, Steve. Well, it blooming well isn't. I'm terribly sorry. Well, it says free on the front of the well, paper. Well, it in might say letters. free, but uh, that there, I couldn't care less what that says on the front. <laughs> that is the thing to enable you to send them money. All right. And you can have the free bits of paper, which tell you how to farm Africa, because last year we were all giving chickens to people, weren't we? And uh, don't homeless people do something to help themselves? And it's obviously all, it's all charitable stuff, isn't it? By, by the look of it but here is positive news there you go um, it says you can send uh, a gift through gift aid but uh, you know they would like you to uh, to pay for the, uh, the paper if you want to I think it's a voluntary payment well it's they're not going to send it to you unless you pay it's 15 quid. It might be voluntary in well, your book. You books. probably
1: can pick it up somewhere, then, can't
0: you? Well, you can probably pick it up somewhere, but, I mean, it's I not just being just off your up. desk. Exactly, because that's a pound I'm going to charge you for reading it, and I'm going to give the money to charity. Oh, you know. The Steve Allen <laughs> Destitute Presenter's Charity. Look, you made me late for the news now. That's upset me. News headlines. At least six people have been killed after two trains collided in Washington, D.C. in the rush hour. Tory MP John Burko is the new speaker, the man with the job of cleaning up the commons. <laughs> British troops in Afghanistan have carried out one of their biggest air operations of modern times, and Andy Murray starts his Wimbledon campaign this afternoon, taking on the American Robert Kendrick in the first round. Kendrick is number seventy-six in the world. Let's have a check on the uh, state of the roads for you this morning. It's Jay Louise Knight.
3: Thank you very much, Steve. Northbound C ninety-seven point three
0: morning, everybody. Nice to have your company. It's Tuesday morning in London town. It's Steve Allen's early breakfast. Hello. <laughs> he says, trying to sound very cheerful. Most people in the morning don't sound cheerful, do they? Most people are sort you of You've cheered gay. up, actually. Sorry? You have cheered up this it's morning. It's nothing to do with you. Well, I'm not saying it it's is. I'm just saying you. You, it's, I'm just saying you have cheered up. You were in a right mood when I came in this morning. I wasn't in a mood. You were in a mood. I walked never in the in a... and you were just right in the mood straight away. Yes, because what I do, I have to do the same as O'Brien. And I, I taught O'Brien how, how to do it. How to do what? How to psych yourself up for going on air, because he didn't know. And so I said, what you have to do is you have to come in, and you have to start an argument with somebody.
1: Oh, and you chose me this morning?
0: No, I'd, I'd chosen the chair, but uh, oh, you, right. you were slightly more responsive. And, and you start an argument, and you just go, you know, black, and somebody goes white, and, that's, and you just take the opposing view. And so by the time you get downstairs, you're quite fired up. It's a bit difficult to do it with you, because you don't quite pick up on it. Oh, I don't, do I? Not really, no. Really? But, I mean, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, should you get uh, your cat's GPS microchipped? No, they, they, they are microchipped, but I don't know how you G- can get... GPS. But I don't think you can get a GPS Just microchip. St- st- I think you can um, staple a TomTom onto the back of them. Well, yeah, it is an idea. And there will be a, a an app for the iPhone as well, because my, my iPhone does everything now, because I've got the new application on it what new application For the new application people with iPhones yeah what new application oh it's got everything on yeah, it yeah yeah what's the new application uh, you can shake
1: why would you want uh, to
0: to move the music on so on your iPod you can't do that on yours yeah, but why would I want and, to and uh, also it's got MMS um, MMS yes yeah, my phone's got that yeah but uh, well, we've got this on, on here as well now uh plus yeah. i've got uh, loads of uh, loads of things very, which very you popular. don't use i've got uh, voice voice messaging as well now so have I. So you can record your own voice messaging yeah, but so on here have I. with an application and it's got a very big camera and, uh, and got, it does I, the washing up as well does and it? it also will book your holiday mine drives me to work yes well it would have to because you're banned this is- I think, that, I think the iPhone's fabulous. I mm. think it's got some great gadgets and applications on it. But yeah. I have absolutely no need for one whatsoever. My no. BlackBerry does everything I want Of course want it, it to. does. And that's fine for you. It that's is fine, fine for me. you. But for other people, you know. You have they'll... no use. You don't use
1: 99.9% I use every application on there.
0: Every application. You do not. Every one of them. Sometimes twice a year. I know year. one application, which I can't possibly talk about on air, <laughs> that you don't, certainly don't use. <laughs> Ray and Balham says, Gracie Fields must be spinning in her grave if she heard your rendition of Sally, and she couldn't sing either. <laughs> 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 he says, wish Alan a good morning from me. Good morning. Or a good moaning, I think. A good moaning, a good moaning. moaning. No, you're not moaning, but I'm just... Sally, Sally, don't ever wonder... <laughs> That's so she used to sing. Oh, lovely. <laughs> well, I thought it was quite good. 84850. Diana says, Thank you for waking me up by singing Sally. My uncle, Leo Towers, wrote it for Gracie Fields. Why were you singing it? Just to annoy Alan, I think. Uh, the repeat this week on Come Dine is one of the best ones where Bernard kicks off because he's not the centre of attention. Dawn falls asleep and the guests cook her neck for her. She gets one of the lowest scores ever. It's a classic, what, well, I saw one on, I saw the repeat on, on Sunday, I think, of one, which is the one where got, get, they all get in the hot tub They've got a hot tub don't in this woman's house and they all got, well, like, apart from one person who got dragged in it. Yeah. I don't know what episode that was called. I've got no idea what that is. Mm. Care even less. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Brian in Hampton <laughs> says, the weather forecast said it would be muggy after the weekend, followed by toogie, weggie, thurgy, and frygie. <laughs> That's an old one, isn't it? That's an old one. <laughs> Maisie says, Alan is just as annoying as my four-year-old grandson. Oh, thanks. Maisie, whose real name is probably Philip or something, <laughs> I should imagine. Annoying, great. Don't, don't <laughs> smile at me, Amanda. You've been rude to me today. Not Would you like deep. one of my homegrown strawberries? Would you like one of my muffins? Not really. Well, you can have one after this? Because it's probably got cat hair in. It hasn't got cat hair in it. It might have. I haven't seen the uh, <laughs> the state of your <laughs> kitchen. Uh, I'm a regular listener, says Viv, and wondered about some of the people you interview. Do you know we got more response to Ray Davis than anybody else? Really? Yeah, load of response. Biggest download we've had on on Ray Davis. And letters from all sorts of people. Lots and lots of people. Big fans of Ray Davis. Because uh, he was our guest on In Conversation this week. Right. Because he's out singing with the Crouch End Chorus. Oh. Thank you for the days, those endless days, those sacred song. days you gave me. Uh, anyway, so Viv Wonders about uh, Peter Byrne from Dixon of Doc Green. Also saw him in The Mousetrap in a Carry On film. And on the one show, I wonder where he is now. Well, you quite clearly got a computer. Have you heard of Google? <laughs> Just type in his name. I can't believe I have to explain this to people I was nowadays. Say, she was asking
2: her a question.
0: Well, I've got no idea. Well, how do I know? Unless I go on to Google and type it in. <laughs> you might have met him. He's been on. He's been a guest on in conversation. Well, there you go then. So you should know. Well, I don't know where he is precisely. At this, but he's probably in bed. I don't know he's in bed. All right. Is it? All right. He's, all right, he's on a cruise. Bitter. He's on a, He's in the pyramids. Who is, he, he's by the way? Who the is this? He's searching for the lost tomb of Tutankhamun. Why is this on? The, why is this so? In, in... This is Lady Gaga. Oh, is that Lady Gaga? I'm, yes. Unfortunately, a rather thin actor that they've dragged out for a bit. I mean, it's it's a bit tedious. I'm afraid. She's got a bra that explodes. With lots of sparks. My auntie Enid's got roughly the same thing. It's not intentional. But it, in fact, she's actually lucky because she's got to the age now where things drop. If she puts sandpaper on the end of her boob, she can drag them along the <laughs> ground and get sparks. <laughs> she's... <laughs> she's her own one-woman <laughs> sort of ph- pyrotechnic show. <laughs> Bless her heart. Noreen says they're, they're still tired. They're coming back from Cyprus. <laughs> I mean, this is the only woman who has jet lag that lasts a week. It's only Cyprus, bless her heart. And she said the last day was a very long one, hanging around. She had her refresher driving lesson. Another two hours on Thursday and two hours next week. Hopefully I'll be okay on motorways. The instructor said I was excellent. Just need confidence. Do you know, motorway driving, I think everybody should get that on their driving test. But they don't, do they? Nobody... And they should take you on there. Because I quite like driving, but it's boring, to say the least. My advice is just stay to the left-hand lane, Noreen. If you're a bit nervous about driving on a on a motorway, is it my imagination or is just Kate Moss dreadfully unattractive? What is it that people see in Kate Moss? She and has her... lost her looks a little bit, I have to say. But she's, it's a case of she, she's there being paid, presumably by Richard Branson, to publicise Virgin. And I'm think- oh, oh, a little bit of feeling, <laughs> is isn't that? it? I don't. Know. He's trying to pick her up, and sort of that's <laughs> just all a bit. But she'll obviously go anywhere where there's a bit of money. Can yeah. I just ask a question? Of course you can. Is anyway, it- Noreen, uh, enjoy Herne Bay. No, I've never been there. Is there a real lack of driving instructors in this country or something? You're joking. All I keep seeing is adverts on the television well, That's what I mean, but that's what I'm saying. So is there a, is no, there a what they're of doing, it's a franchise. They're, they're, they're trying to sell as many as they can. Well, I'm just getting fed up at seeing these blooming adverts for them. I've only ever seen the cars once. And also, how many lessons do people normally have to, to learn to drive? I think, that, I think they're fleecing people for, for more than they need these days. Well, the, the idea is there are a lot of people driving around without licences. Yeah, but they're the ones who aren't actually getting yeah. um, lessons. Mm. But some people... Somebody told me the other day he'd had 64 lessons, and his instructor said he's almost 64. ready. 64? 64 lessons. Wow. I think that that no, is... I'm sure uh, there's a need for some people to have a lot of lessons. Yeah. But what, what's, what's the average? 64 seems, um... Seems quite a bit. Uh, Steve, your best-in-conversation was Dave D. Yeah. Well, D- that's Dave that's D, a D was very... Well, only, only because Dave D told us that he had uh, terminal cancer. Mm. and And he died shortly after the uh, the program but i'd said to him listen you'll be fu- you'll be back here next year and uh and so do you think that's why it became a memorable one because of that it became memorable because i didn't know that he had terminal cancer mm. and i i've i heard yesterday from uh, a friend of mine as well and i think a friend of yours who's just been diagnosed with uh, cancer i won't say it on air because i don't think it's common knowledge but I'll, I'll i'll tell you a bit later on and also leukemia um no it's no it's not no <laughs> well, I don't want to mention it, because you might not know this, this person. But I, but I have a feeling you do through work-related. But I only heard the other day that he, he's been diagnosed with cancer and leukemia at the same time. And he's only young. And you think to yourself, it must be in everybody. Because, I mean, I'm lucky I've got to this age. And touch wood so far, apart from diabetes and a few other ailments, I'm fine. Absolutely right. fine. But it's, uh, it's not good. Uh, Paul in Biggin Hill says, can we expect you down here this weekend for the airfare? No, but you will hear all about it on LBC. I hope the weather's fine for it. It should be. It should be absolutely fine. Has there been other things going on at Biggin Hill recently? Because I get because uh, uh, our, our house the is on, was there an airfare earlier. No, it's coming up this weekend. But they've so. been had lots of um, old planes flying over yes. that way, so they're getting ready for it, are they? Yes. Right. So we're well, Spitfire tape doing loops and loops around. Yes, right. you'll see a Vulcan down there. I think oh, they've got great. the uh, the red arrows. You know what I watched on the train on the way to Norwich. No. The Dam Busters. Oh, great film. Isn't Fabulous it? film. My favourite film is Battle of Britain. Oh I love that film. My too. favourite film is if only for the music. Mm. The music for Six Three Three Squadron, Dam Busters, oh, it makes Battle the film. of Britain totally makes, makes film. it completely. Do you know why the Dam Busters was filmed in black and white? No idea.
1: Because the archive footage of the bomb yeah. was in black and white and they wanted to make it Oh match. right,
0: to, to yeah. oh right, excellent. More Farrell fascinating information. That's a font of <laughs> knowledge, is Alice, isn't it? I bet you didn't know that this morning or care. Uh, News is coming up very shortly. It's LBC.
1: Being a parent is hard work.
0: Morning, everybody. Nice to be company. So, John Burko becomes the new speaker in the house. And, of course, we know John Burko because he was a regular feature on the Steve Allen show some years ago because he used to come in every single week. So many of them did, actually. But uh, there he is now. I might phone him up later and go, hi, John. Well done getting the uh, position. Uh, A sign of... Uh, not of religion, but of subservience, a ban on the burqa in France. Uh, a Muslim woman is pictured in the paper shopping in uh, Marseille. Of course, there is nowhere that I think it says in the Quran the women have to wear this. It says women should be dressed modestly. Uh, so there's no need for anybody to wear it. Um, it'll be interesting, because I bet you today that will be debated on LBC, and people will be arguing for, and then people will be saying, oh, it says in the Bible, and people will say, of course, it, it's all an interpretation all in interpretation, I don't think any woman needs to wear anything that covers her face and just has two little eyes looking out. I think it's a, an embarrassment for them, and uh, and they can do so much more. 84850, uk. and uh, Alan Dodgen's been busy cooking overnight. I have been busy cooking. Obviously, obviously watched a cooking programme on the television, and we have to suffer now, I'm There you afraid. go. This is... Um, oh, I don't... I have to be honest, I'll, I'll be really very... It does look like a cupcake. It looks a little bit like a cupcake. Yes, it, know, in fact, it's it is just, a cupcake. It's not a cupcake. It's a small muffin. No, it's, it's a small muffin that hasn't risen above the top of the C- cup, no, no. which makes it a cupcake. Amanda, have you just... Have I done something to you today? I'm also... I... <laughs> what? 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 It smells of cat. It does not smell of cat. The cats have been nowhere near the kitchen. Well, that's what worries. But your cats do... You have a cat flap. Where is it? In the front door? No, it's in the kitchen door. It's not in the kitchen door. Well, where is it's it? It's in the back door, which is not in the kitchen. Well, they do hang glide into it or something. It's not in the kitchen. I'm a little bit... This is not a muffin at all. It tor- is a muffin. This it's a, is a small not... muffin. This is not a muffin. The constituency is a cupcake. It's... this lo- look... It's the size old, of a blimey. cupcake. Look at the... Good God, your fruit sunk to the bottom, hasn't it? Oh, for
1: goodness sake. I'll well, it... bake
0: you a lovely little... What are you doing now? What Nothing. have you just done? Nothing. What did, you, what did you do? Half the filling fell out <laughs> on my lap. I'm but telling taste you, this it. is... Taste, um, oh, I'm not sure taste to it, please. There's something in it, isn't There's there? There's nothing in it. Will you show me you having a bite of it first? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, I'll have a little. Oh, uh, no. What do you mean, oh, no? It's not very nice. It is nice. Not... What's wrong with it? Not nice. <laughs> i tell you what's wrong with it. What? It's too dry. It's not too dry. It's far too dry. It's made too dry. It's not too dry. I like it. Yeah, but this is obviously how, obvious how you eat cakes. I'm, I'm telling right. you. Right, Amanda, I've got one for Amanda. It's too dry. I'll tell you why, ladies and gentlemen. It's not too dry, it's perfect. Well, it's made me feel ill. Oh, everything makes you feel ill. Yes. <laughs> a walk down the road makes you feel ill. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's too dry. Good. Look, that, it is oh, a cupcake. Thank you, Alan. It's dense. I've
3: never seen a muffin.
0: No, me neither. <laughs> they're, they're mini muffins, okay? Well, the one thing they're not is Look, mini. Look, they don't muffins. normally cook. This no, is I'm telling you, there's too much fruit in it. The fruit, the size raisins you've used are too big of See, for the size. Uh, see? Thank you. She's having to say that. She's not having to say that. She hasn't that. eaten for a year. you yeah,
1: she She really likes them. Of course see? she does,
0: because you gave her the different one to the one with me, with the, the paraquat in it. <laughs> I've got the one with the weed killer in. They're very nice. It's very dry. It's nice. Well, listen, it's lovely. I'll give it... I bet you anything I can leave that outside and the pigeons have turned their nose up. It's so you. rude. I made, I made that especially for you. Well, you shouldn't have done. You should have gone... You know that I only shop at Marks & Spencer's. I only eat... That's the benchmark in which all cakes are made. That or Mr Kipling. Do you know what? You're going to give me money now, aren't you, to not take you No, to do you know what? I lied. I didn't make these. I got these in M&S. I can tell you didn't. I did. Because M&S cupcakes don't look like these. I got them in M&S. You didn't so. Well, I got the ingredients in M&S. Mike says, I know you hate being ripped off. I was in a pub in the city yesterday. I bought three pints of lager shandy. I was charged £12.30. Now, it's it's no good mentioning this to me, because I've got no idea about the pricings of lager shandy. Uh, I discovered the company charged £2 for half a pint of lemonade, £2, just 10p less than the price of a half pint of lager. So £2.10 for each half of lager and £2 for each half of lemonade. Well, when we did lager shandy, when I was in a pub before, um, because you're not having it all filled up with shandy... We charged exactly the same price. We didn't charge any, and we did about an inch and a half, two inches off the top, and we poured in lemonade, and that we didn't charge any extra. We just charged for half a pint of, of lager. Oh, well, that's very good for you. Well, I thought that was quite. No, why would you? Why just because they charge two pounds for a half pint of lemonade? I mean, that sounds ridiculous. Three halves. That is expensive. So, th- oh no, so three pints of lager, shandy, twelve pounds thirty. That is expensive. It does seem a lot, doesn't it, really? I mean, uh, to be honest with you, I'm not, I'm not really that sure because I've never done it. Uh, the Dambusters were 617, not 633. We didn't say they were 633.
1: Who said they were 633? We didn't. We didn't.
0: We I said didn't there was say. another film. We said we liked all those films. The music, we said, we liked from 633 Squadron and the Dambusters and the Battle of Britain. We didn't say which, which uh, squadron they were. It's a trouble when people don't listen properly, isn't it? Uh, yesterday, I bought a tin of Carnation. When I uh, opened it, I found it was empty, so I took it back, and the store manager said it was meant to be uh, empty. It was a tin of evaporated milk. It's the old ones that are the worst ones at this time of the morning. I'm just having a quick... You're still eating that, aren't you? You're struggling through it No, I'm, try- I'm trying I'm to... I'm You're trying the to... only one who could make a cupcake last a week. No, I'm, I'm, I'm putting that... the picture of the muffins, not cupcakes, muffins, onto Twitter. So people can judge for themselves what they look like. Well, they're certainly not muffins... They are the mini muffins. Just because they're not the size that you expect, No, they're not muffins. <laughs> they're, they're cupcakes. What, what? They are definitely cupcakes, Amanda. They're, says. Not. they're They are. Why? Why do you say the cupcakes? Just because they're in cupcake wrappers? No, because they don't look at all like a muffin. They're small constituency. Don't start, Small. Don't start. They don't look like muffin constituency. They're not made in the same way. They haven't flown over the top. Uh, Flow flowed over the top uh, of them.
2: <laughs> all right.
0: Make a big drama out of it. It's only a cupcake, for goodness' sake. <laughs> uh, 84850, oh, uk. Uh, another one here, very quickly On the front of the Daily Express They're doing the call to ban the burqa Because it's women just don't need to wear it It's got nothing to do with religion at all uh, Also, uh, the schoolgirl, Laura Robson She's 15 I think there should be a ban on anybody 15 appearing at Wimbledon. Yeah, he's far too young. We've decided it's too young. If they're saying 11 is too young to be on these uh, television shows, 15 is way too young. She should be concentrating on all the right things, Wasn't not the... worrying about if she's on the front pages of papers. Well, no, I don't, I don't think she's worrying about that. No. But she is still studying at school, so that's a good thing. She's not been taken out. It is a out. good thing until an agent goes to her parents and goes, listen, she can make a lot of money. And some parents go, Dee,
2: dee, 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 dee. Ooh, Well, let's hope they don't on Let's hope.
0: Uh, there's a woman in the paper today, in all the papers, Ashley Baker... Uh, no, sorry, Ashley Baker is the man he had a honeymoon bombshell when his bride confessed that he was her fifth husband and that she was a serial bigamist her name is Emily Horne she's now facing jail apparently she's posed, she's a a former glamour model Uh, glamorous is the last thing this poor soul is really I hate to tell you is there a photo? there is and uh, there, there she is no, you're showing me the wrong photo. No, no, that that is a glamour model. That is yeah. not a glamour model. I know model. it looks like Haley out of Coronation Street. It does. It look does like look, Hayley. look like Haley, doesn't it? But apparently she's uh, she's been reported for medical conditions, as indeed so many people do in the papers Good nowadays. Grief. I know it's bizarre, isn't it? Just goes to prove anybody can be a glamour model. I could be a glamour model. Well, that is possibly true, actually. Uh, and apparently, the religious slaughter of animals causes them distress. What? They're saying in the paper today, the Farm and Animal Welfare Council said that slitting animals' throats for kosher and halal meat was likely to be painful because the animal is conscious for at least 20 seconds as they bleed to death. I bet they'll be discussing this one later on. I don't know what you do about it. They're now calling, I think, for the animal to be stunned first, and then... I mean, to be honest, it sounds revolting, doesn't it? Having its throat slit and it's bled to death. Because in exactly the same way as the people who were beheaded... Uh, in Baghdad, and there's the last place on earth you ever want to go, I'm quite sure that they don't die straight away. Of course not. They bleed horribly. In the same way that we, we read reports of when various kings and queens were executed in London, the eyes still blinked and they were saying that the person was conscious for at least a few seconds. Oh not, yes, they must not talking for any length of time, but a few seconds. They but Animals, they say, feel pain and distress, and of course they would. Of course they would. So you'll be talking about that a little bit later on. 84850, steve at lbc.co.uk. News headlines, Matthew Schofields. Buckingham MP John Burko has been elected. 97.3. Morning, everybody. Nice to be company. 6.20 is the time in London town. The sun comes up over Leicester Square, but on coach trip... Every day is an interesting day. They're either getting the sun or kicking somebody's sun off the coach. And after last night's fascinating eviction, where we all were shouting obscenities into the television and push yourself in the Adriatic, everybody hated her. But the man who has to put up with it is a man who has probably become an unlikely celebrity, because I think Coach Trip has become Channel 4's second most popular programme, next to Come Dine With Me. And the good news is you get Coach Trip first, and then you get Come Dine With Me. And luckily, at his ripe old age of at least 42... He's up, and with the lark this morning. Brendan, good morning. Good morning, Steve. How are you? I'm oh, very good. Listen, are you, you only jetted in last night, I'm told.
3: I did, yes, yes. It's from Malaga.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> you have to explain this to me, because when, when Coach Trip first started, people kept saying to me, you've got to watch Coach Trip, got to watch it. So I started watching, and it took only about two or three episodes to get into it. Yeah. And after last night's eviction with Anne. What a horrid woman.
3: <laughs> I know, I know. She was, and uh, did you notice, I mean, her relationship with Mark, she's a very dominant lady. Yes. Um, right throughout the uh, the coach, actually. And, of course, you know, a very strong personality like that, if the group don't like you, yes. in any shape or form, they have the power. <laughs> Although, they have the power to evict you, yes. you see.
0: Although, f- strange enough, she did get the red card, but you did say to her you'd have got the red card no, anyway. yes.
3: Yes, she would. What, what she actually um, did to Tom, which, obviously, I can't really go into it depth, but what she did do was uh, was unacceptable and is unacceptable. You know, in any uh, shape or form on coach. We don't we don't uh, condone any sort of behaviour like that.
0: You do have some of the funniest people on there.
3: Oh, I know. Oh I, oh, I know. And I mean, you, uh, there are, I mean, I think there's been at least two or three occasions where they've caught me, you know, going off and actually laughing in the corner because <laughs> you just get these uncontrollable, you know, fits of laughter. With what people do and what they say, I mean, I think the best, the best of this series um, are the two sisters from Leeds, oh, Anne and dear Grace. Oh God, yes. <laughs> when I think, uh, I think um, Grace was on about that she felt isolated. Like leopards.
0: Like leopards. (laughs) Like leopards. (laughs)
3: <laughs> and uh, and then you know obviously uh, I think um, Anne couldn't pronounce ravioli she was saying ravelavelavelolli <laughs> or something.
0: <laughs> Where do they get the people from? Because I've never seen any adverts in the press. Is there a whole load of people who write in anyway?
3: Yeah, we, well I think Twelve Yard are actually um, inundated. You know, after the first and second series, about for people applying to go on coach trip, and uh, and so were Channel Four directly. You know, they received a lot of emails and a lot of people were saying you know when the, a certain period had elapsed. They were saying, "Well, where's Coach? Why isn't there a series three, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Mm-hmm. And um, and then obviously the powers that be, um, you know, I have no control over that. But the powers that be decided that yes, they would um, they'd do series three, which was good for me, you know, really.
0: Absolutely. Were, were you were you retired when the programme came out?
3: No, I wasn't actually. I was um, I was work, I'm working still working in Malaga. Right. Um, a dear friend of mine, Robert, asked me to join him in a restaurant venture, which I did. Uh, Bistro Europa in Torremolinos, and uh, and I'm running that as well. Um, and you know, I do the odd, the odd sort of um, tour, shall we say, you know, privately up to Seville. Or uh, I've just recently done one to Cadiz and Seville. Nice. But um, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't venture into Seville now until September or October, because when we left, it was 42 degrees. Oh, yes. You know. Yeah. They what what was your history
0: it? before before this centre before the restaurant venture?
3: Um, before that, well, I started as a courier when I was eighteen years of age, actually, on the Costa Brava, okay. and uh, you know the places like Lorette and Tossa, oh, yes. which, yeah, of okay. course, I mean, but they were the they were the in places, you know, and and the place called Estarte. I lived in Estartí for twenty odd years, and um, and then obviously in the winter months because it was a summer sort of. Uh, um, climate, really, only. You know, in the winter months, I was sent to the Canaries, um, I did all the Canary Islands, and Morocco, and, uh, and, of course, Benidorm which is a winter destination in the 70s and 80s, you know, and still is, still yeah. is. Well, Although we, we, they s- have, they have spoiled yeah. Benidorm I think. Just
0: a little bit. Well, I mean, yeah. we, I mean, it's amazing the way the series has, has taken off. You must be thrilled as well.
3: Oh, I am, I'm so surprised. I really am. And, I mean, you know, I was in Soho last night and uh, the West End at a show. And when I came out of the show, I was waiting for a dear friend to, to meet me. And I had at least three or four people come up to me and have a photograph, you know. And, <laughs> and, of course, with mobile phones, it's so easy these days. You know, they just take them out of their purses and click away, you know. And then I don't mind. I, I'm quite honoured, actually. I think it's a wonderful opportunity.
0: Yeah, it is nice. I mean, I, I know you're obviously not allowed to say, but do you, you, you have favourites as well on the Coat. Don't you?
3: Oh yes, I do. I mean, I, I, but it, it's funny because each one, each couple, bring a certain aspect to coach trip. You know, uh, obviously with their own characters and things. You know, I mean, Diana and, and William and James and Tracy. You know, the two lads they were always very, very interested in whatever I said. You know, mm. historically or geographically um, about where we were going on that. Uh, you know, on that day. And then, of course, you've got the funny side of things. You've got the likes of Anne and, uh, and Grace. And and really, when you think. Of Anna Grace, I mean, they come from from Leeds and um, a certain suburb of Leeds, and to take them up the Grand Canal. Uh, and then to put them into a gondola in Venice. They loved it. They absolutely... You know, they, they will probably never get to Venice, you know, of their mm. own holiday destination. Probably Venice wouldn't be on their, their list. But, you know, they absolutely... You know, they did, they loved it. And obviously, as the series progresses, we still have a few other characters, mm. you know, to, to join us, who are just as much fun as an, well.
0: An, an image sprung to most people's minds of them being taken up the Grand Canal. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, It was too exciting at this time of the morning. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Do you think, do you think Tracy is being too manipulative?
3: Um, no, I think, I think, um, you've got to remember that, that, you know, it is a game. Yes, I know. I know. It is a game. And people who join Coach Trip, you know, have to be very aware of that, that it's a game. And, uh, and they are in it to win it. You know, James and Tracy, and especially, you know, and um, Tom and Matt. I mean, when yes. you look at, at them now, they're still here with us, you know. True, true and and they are playing the game you know and and the, the game is that you know you're, you're so popular nobody wants to vote for you you stay on you stay in wonderful accommodation um you have everything paid for you know and you see all these wonderful sites, and you do some fantastic activities you know every day we do at least two activities
0: mm. what do they win at the end brendan is it is it the weekend break
3: um, yes, it is. It is. Yeah. The, the end vote. Usually, we turn the tables, and instead of voting for a couple um, to actually depart, they they vote for a couple to to actually stay and enjoy the the fruits of whatever city we we end up in, which I can't really tell you because that's the end of the program. That's probably. right.
0: And it's, it's, presumably, all that was finished some weeks ago. Now.
3: Oh yes, yes. We we, we usually we usually try and film um, late uh, late summer um, before actually. Um, you you know, before the autumn really sets in, simply because of light and then and, and camera and, you know, camera um, sort of uh, requirements, you know, because as we go on in, into the autumn, you know, the winter sets in, and in some of these European destinations, you have to be very careful because, you know, we need a full day of work, you know, really, and that means that the weather has to be good and the light has to be good.
0: Absolutely. Well, listen, it, it's a great series. Well done. I'm sorry we got you up so early. No,
3: not at all. I'm just going to have another cup of tea, Steve, and I'm going to crawl back into bed.
0: Good lad. Brendan nice to talk to you, thanks for that. Nice to talk
3: to you, and thank you very much. You're very welcome. God bless. God bless. Bye
0: bye. There's Brendan from Coach Trip. If you've not seen it, watch it because it's quite addictive. I
3: want to see it now.
0: You want to see it? I thought I thought, thought you might. Listen, we could take a very, very quick break uh, for the news and we'll find out the travel as well. <laughs> I thought it was very funny, actually, some of his <laughs> lines. We love Brendan. We love Coach Trip. If you've not seen it, watch it today because I promise you, you will become as hooked as we have. <sighs> This is L. El- Newbury and Newton Abbott. Right. You had a winner.
2: Mm. Look back About through the time. records, says About Alex.
0: Yeah. To find the last one, but the dust was choking. And you've taken the lead by 32p. Oh, really? So very good indeed. Uh, seeking the Buck was Alex's second. If had gone each way, could have done something. £41.66 in the red. Uh, you had Peak District, one at 9 to 4. Profit four pound fifty. Total loss now forty one pound thirty four. So well down there, very pleased with that. <clears throat> A couple of quid in your pocket. Change your surroundings, you see, that's what it is. Well, well exactly you've obviously been inspired.
1: Inspired by uh, the All England club,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tuesday, today he's off to Beverly. Three fifteen Summer Dancer win only. Summer dancer win only.
1: Okay. What are you going for? I'm also going to Beverly for the two fifteen. Uh, Rock of Love. Rock of love, win only. Lovely, <laughs> lovely.
0: So, who are we looking at for Wimbledon today? What, what are we pinning our throats on?
1: We got a lot of British interest today. Andy Murray, mm. first uh, first round match should win this one against uh, yeah. Robert Kendrick, uh, and seven other British players. The women's number one, Kiath Thavong, as well. Um, and you know that. Uh, tough games for a couple of the British players. They've got the, the seeded players. Thomas Burditch plays Alex Bogdanovich. He usually loses in the first round every year, to be fair, but they keep giving him a wild card. He keeps uh, keeps getting back in every year. Uh, and then uh, we've got some, some of the other big names. Venus Williams is first up here on uh, centre court at one o'clock against uh, Stephanie Vogel. She's the funding uh, ladies champion, of course, so it's tradition that she will play on the uh, the second day of uh, the championships. Uh, and then uh, Andy Roddick against uh, Jeremy Sharday before Murray against Kendrick. So he's third on centre court, Murray, so a bit of a wait for him today.
0: Excellent. Are you down there all
1: day? Um, most part. Good grief, I'm sorry. Yes, most part. have to get up at the crack of dawn to get down there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a trek from Bromley, I what, tell you. Well, it is. What, what, what time did the canteen open for you? Well, I haven't found that out. Um, I didn't actually venture down there yesterday until lunchtime. Oh, Lord. Which, you need to
0: eat something. I know.
1: I was ferried a couple of cups of tea.
0: But, Not good um, enough, is it? You need some food. Cheeseburger, by the way, £6.50. £6.50? In, in the
1: press canteen.
0: In the press canteen, yeah. How, how much are strawberries this year? That's always the indicator for me. I think they're about two fifty a punnet, right? Which apparently is the same as last year. That yeah, not bad. Six pound fifty for a cheeseburger. It better be oh, a good no. cheeseburger. You it was very nice, down. but uh, yes, yeah. I, I'm actually growing my own strawberries this year. Are you? Yeah, I've, I've got a Probably basket. Probably advisable. Which is... I mean, I've had a bumper crop so far. I've had, you know, I mean, the basket is... Over, every day I go out there and I pick more strawberries, pop them in there. <laughs> Tomorrow we're doing tomatoes. <laughs> Same basket, you know, just a bit more fun. And i have afraid you're all down there by yourself again. Just you and security. They're apparently all being told at Wimbledon this year to smile. Yeah, I heard that, actually. Yeah, there was a, there's a piece in the paper today saying they've all been told to smile because mainly they, they don't have the best reputation, the... Uh, the, uh, the, Jobsworth people down there, and they should smile more. I've known even top-class tennis players turned away because they didn't have their passes. Yeah, no, that's
1: true. They are... Jobsworth is a pretty
0: decent description, actually. <laughs> it's please, interesting, well. isn't it? So, Some smile! Costs yeah. nothing. <laughs> you know, it tells your face that you're happy. It's <laughs> <laughs> good news. All right, Phil, nice to talk to you. And yeah, Talk to you tomorrow. Well, day. Take care. Phil Blacker down there at Wimbledon. Uh, Alan Titchmarsh is in the paper today, and I only mention it because David Hall, the journalist and editor of The Alan Titchmarsh Show, is reviewing the papers with Nick. And it's a story that... That, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a story um, that he has promoted celebrity products on the ITV1 show. Ofcom has said that he broke broadcasting rules. Now, I think it's a thin line. This one we talked about this earlier alan didn 't we well you 've actually raised a good, very good point today, which i haven 't really thought about before. What is the difference between somebody coming on mm. with a product and actually holding it up in front of the screen and talking about it and an actor coming on promoting a West End show that people have to pay for to go and see Well, the problem they had was with the BBC and terry wogan 's show was there, and they had a rule on it that the guests, even though they were promoting a book, were not allowed to demonst- they would have the book on the table but they were not allowed to refer to it. The idea was, if the guests were sitting there, then they obviously had a book out. And I remember distinctly, he had Betty Davis on. And Betty Davis is sitting there, and she's doing the interview, and she's quite advanced in years. And halfway through the interview, she goes, when are we going to mention my book? And she picks it up off the table and holds it. And Terry Wogan practically wrestles it out of her hand to put it down again, because that was breaking broadcasting rules. Now, the the way that Ofcom have said that it's, it's broken it is because Jane Seymour appeared on there, and Ofcom ruled that Alan didn't attempt to draw the conversation away from the subject of Miss Seymour's commercial venture as the face of Country Casuals and her jewellery line. So, in one exchange, Country Casuals was mentioned 11 times. Now, that would be seen to most people as, a, as product placement. That would be a case of you're giving her undue prominence. My argument would be you're not going to get her on there unless she's allowed to plug her range. Well, every, every chat show is doing that. You can't look Everybody at, the, does look at the new Alan, Alan Carr one. Which they're you're all, not overly keen on. No, um, but all the people on there are plugging something, whether yeah. it be a book or a t- or a film or something. Yeah. But why can you plug a film, but you can't plug because a brand? it has to be not over the top publicity. So at one point, Alan but said, your trailer. Uh, "So what? What's your role with Country Casuals?" And she says, "I wear the clothes and I promote and all this." That's what he shouldn't have done. What he should have done is just so well, here are some clothes you're wearing. But they're not allowed to put products out. They, they did it with, with Stephanie Beecham in a separate episode. So that's what they're actually saying. It can't be. Over-the-top publicity very quickly. Well, what I was going to say is, but when somebody comes on to talk about a film, yeah. they always go into about well, how did you do this? How did you get on with such-and-such such an actor? Was there any difficult scenes? Yeah. What's the difference? I don't know. Is it just because it's the media? I don't know. We'll have to talk to Darren the other side, actually. We'll talk to Darren the other side. Um... I don't know. But they say here, on, on the subject of Stephanie Beecham, Ofcom said half the interview was spent talking about appearance and skincare with the brand name and website repeatedly mentioned. Now that's... Is it the repeating then that they've got yes, about? So, yes, I think so, Well, there you are. I, I think suppose. you're allowed so many mentions before they then go, that looks like product placement. Years and years ago, people would turn up at radio stations, Radio 1 in particular, and offer money, bribes, to get their record on the playlist. It was quite common to see the pluggers lined up, and those who offered the most money and the most gifts got their records on the playlist where you still get people brands who like literally send you know very pretty people down to the radio stations every day oh every We're day pro- here. every day we go downstairs and there's, people there's there. pretty people there very pretty people well, sometimes not, not, that not pretty. such pretty people. but not we do get pretty. things sent in but that's what it's called undue prominence i think mm. and it's a thin line if you've got somebody on you can't be seen to be doing a five minute infomercial for them no you, you allow them to say listen you can mention it at the beginning and the host will mention it for you and then that's it. We want to talk about other things as well. And Alan's homemade muffins will be available on sale. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and believe you me, you don't want to buy them. So that's it. But, they, they, but the, the, the show's producers have said that the interviews were typical of the celebrity spot on any magazine show, adding that viewers often ask about products, which is why websites and availability. But that's why you have to have your own website. And you go, if you want to hear further details about, you know, Alan's muffins go to the LBC website, and there'll be a link on there. Yes. Which is strange enough, because you can direct somebody to it, but you can't tell them about it on the programme. That is strange, actually. It is odd, isn't it? It's a little bit odd. Very strange. I'm talking to uh, Debbie Allen today. are you? Debbie Allen. I want to live forever, baby, remember... remember. No, you just skipped a whole blooming line. Well, because I'm just erring on the side of caution, because we're going to the news, and I'm just going to go, I'm going to live forever, baby, remember remember your name. remember, (laughs) Remember, remember, remember... Remember, remember, you're a womble, Remember, <laughs> you're a <womble>. <laughs> <laughs> it Would be interesting. It's a mega mix of, uh, mega of remember, mix. I think. Yes. Uh, Hank Potts will be doing finance with Nick after the news. And uh, on the morning after MPs decide on the new common speaker, Nick will ask if they've made the right choice. Doesn't really make any difference because they've got little John Burko, And I think, actually, they'd a fitting image would back, they'd do some very funny things on him. 16 to 7. This is LB <laughs> Steve Allen. Good news, save you buying a ticket to go see the Nolans. Because, let's face it, you can't really make a concert out of one hit single. Uh, the Greatest Hits CD is on sale and reduced in Asda at the moment. That's good news, isn't it? We like to save people money, just in case you are thinking of going to see the concert. Well, as I say, one, one hit single does not make a concert, I'm afraid. They were naff first time round, they're naff second time round. And they've been gone for so many years. Combined ages, 200. I think the better things to do with the money. Uh, very quickly, we'll have our low again in a minute. Just before we finish the programme, Darren's back with us again, very quickly as well today. We've got so much to cram in before the end. Where are we off to?
2: Well, I finally caught up yesterday at the Tower of London, dressed to kill the uh, armories and uh, all sorts of collections from around the world that we put together since the first time, since Elizabeth I, to celebrate the 500th um, 500th, 500th anniversary of him coming to the throne. You can see his armour, the horse armour, and it takes place over three floors of the White Tower. It's mm-hmm. a brand new exhibition. Go and see it. Since it's opened, they've had a 25% increase of visitors. So if I were you, get there very early because it'll take you a little time to take all of this in as you go in through the ground floor and work your way up in the White Tower. Absolutely beautiful exhibition. Right, so that's it's, all on Henry uh, VIII. All on Henry VIII, and then, of course, down at Hampton Court, they've now got an exhibition where you can witness Henry VIII getting married to Catherine Parr. Now check the times for this, because it only takes place once a day. But you can be part of the action as uh, you watch him get married and then have the celebrations afterwards. And then, uh, finally, don't forget, we've seen this one as well. Very good. David Starkey's exhibition down at the British Library only a few more weeks go of that. You can see his prayer book the arguments with uh, Rome to try and get divorced, and all the people he decided to kill as well.
0: Makes you wonder where they kept his armour, though, doesn't it, for the White Tower? Think he did hang it in a wardrobe, and they went, oh, look, we found this wardrobe, Is Henry VIII's armour.
2: Well, it's been from all over the world, because some of it's in private collections now, sadly. Mm. And, uh, as I say, it's the first time it's been put together since the Elizabeth, Elizabeth first time. Some of it belongs to the Royal Armoury, some of it belongs to the historic royal palaces, and others they've got from uh, private collections.
0: Fantastic. Imagine owning something by Henry VIII.
2: I know, it's amazing. And they've got little labels next to it to tell you all the things he actually wore or owned. And uh, there's quite a lot of it there. Consider it's 500 years ago. Yeah. Amazing it's all together.
0: I can't make a shirt last a season now. It's ridiculous, (laughs) isn't it? He's still got his armour with his little funny cod piece in the front.
2: Well, that's there, actually. It's one of the last pieces you see. Isn't it odd? Well, you see from the. Well, the first one he wears is actually quite small. And then as he gets bigger and bigger and bigger, it gets bigger. so do the armor. I think
0: the last one is 54 inch waist. Great. trying to carry um. that. All the poor boy's illnesses. All right. Thank yeah. you for those recommendations. Pleasure. And Darren will hear back from on uh, Sunday when he's in to sort out your, your techie problems. We've got a Samsung netbook to give away. Very nice indeed. And today's How Low? Hello. All the top features. Small and compact. Battery life up to seven hours. Ooh. Very good indeed. That, that is was, very good, actually. It's very, say good, that very good. Very, very good. That's very good. Lowest unique bid will win. That's the lowest bid in pence that nobody else makes. 32. Sorry? What? 32. So, you text LBC, then your bid in pence. 32. And you send that to eight two one. So, it's LBC, then your bid in pence. 32. And you send that to 88821. Don't pick it, because somebody else will pick it, and it'll cancel it out. 34. Okay, 34 as well. Uh, the bid will cost £1.50, plus your standard network rate. Take you. Lines close at 6pm today. You must be over... 16? 16, absolutely. Go to lbc.co.uk for full terms and conditions. But good luck. That's seven hours, though. Bachelor Life is very good. Very good, it isn't is it? Very, good. very, very good. Very, very nice indeed. Uh, finally, we're just quickly having a look through the, the papers, actually. I was trying to find something. That, uh, that was from... Uh, can I
1: just, just pick up very quickly what we just you said? If you yes. Is that
0: I do like the fact that we had a discussion today about that product placement thing. Yeah. Because you just did it as a throwaway comment. I ran after it, grabbed it, brought it back, wrestled it to the ground, and we opened a discussion on no, it. No, I think you're fine. Actually, I was the one who was the expert on it because I, I know exactly yeah, what I you can say about something without me having somebody coming in and saying to somebody like Jerry Hall, listen, I'm terribly sorry, love. We know you're being paid by this particular margarine, but you cannot hold it up to the camera. That, I mean, immediately the camera should have cut away... From from it. The, you know, the, the producer would know how far you could go. The argument would be, you're not going to get Jerry Hall to get up in the morning and go there unless unless she's being paid thousands of pounds by a company. Well, I don't know with anybody on any chat show who's appeared without But is the same? Alright, just supposing I, I get paid bands, by... Bands. Bands. Sorry? Bands go on to t- t- chat shows to, to um, sing their latest single. How is that no different? Yes, but they don't know if they've actually got any money coming back. Whereas somebody, say, like Jane Seymour, she's being paid a small fortune by a jewellery company and by a clothing company to promote their products. Whereas, in fact, what you should really do is take out an advert. But they don't. They put the celebrity forward because it's cheaper than taking out an advert. So it would be different if you saw Jane Seymour and then when they go to the ad break, you saw an advert for the the product, but you don't.
2: Hmm.
0: And so that's where I think Ofcom come down on it. Maybe. But they're all doing it. Every single chat show has got somebody on there. It's when they hold the product up or the product is prominently placed that it becomes illegal. Yes, And that's the difference. Because it could look as though it was payola. I mean, who is to say that on certain shows, you know, I hold up a tub of ice cream, the next thing a crate of ice cream arrives in. You don't know, do you? Heaven forbid they ever make a TV show which is all about somebody on the show who owns the format. Who then wins something at the end? Then gets made, it gets to make money out of that person winning. Oh, good heavens! That would never happen in this day. What do you mean? Somebody actually, wait a minute, owns the format to a show and produces it. Yeah, and is paid money by a TV company to to put this show on. Yeah, and makes all the money out of the show. Yeah, and oh, then that- and then the winner is actually going to appear in something that that person owns, and would also they would. Oh, that's never going to happen. Heaven forbid! Who would that? allow that to happen? And heaven forbid a format of that ever appear on the BBC. Oh, that would be disgusting. That would be disgraceful. That would never happen. Would it would it? never happen. Let's hope not. Never anyway. happen in this day and age. I do hope not. But of <laughs> course, it does happen in this day and age, doesn't it? And it happens with Andrew Lloyd Webber. It mm-hmm. happens with Simon Cowell. Yep. It happens with all of those shows because they own the show. The woman who goes into Andrew Lloyd Webber's show, he makes the money from the ticket of sales, course. and he's had a free free plug for it. Uh, whatever happened to Anne and Mark? Says Sally, because I missed coach trip last night. They kicked them off. I've got to say, they this kicked program. them off. <laughs> and um, another one here. This is for uh, Pat, who says, uh, I'm now employed to check Pat's license. Fortunately, this came to mind as we are listening to you both now. Have you seen The Muffin Man? The Muffin. <laughs> Go check them out on my Twitter. And Annette says, Surely Alan D's show is on ITV. So, what's the difference between product placement and the nighttime TV shop programmes? Uh, well, they're, they're paid for. Info commercials. Oh, I watched something dreadful on one of the shopping channels yesterday. A woman who makes Christmas cards yeah. by punching holes in. Oh, dick. By punching holes in what? Bits of parchment.
2: What is it with all these. Oh. Blooming,
0: um, what's it called? What? When you make things. It's, craft. Uh, what it's is it with all these craft programs at the moment? I don't know. Terrible. Buy three pieces of paper. Yeah. £25, just because they're bright blue. That's right. Well, on this Goodbye, one, you yeah. have to use this paper here, because she's always used this one, and it's the best one. And I looked at the cost of it, and then she's selling a DVD for 14 quid to tell you how to punch holes in paper. It's ridiculous. And I'm thinking, but that DVD costs about 20 pence, and you're charging £15. Pounds. Fascinating to watch, but uh, not that interesting. Listen, that's it, Alan. Great pleasure, oh, as always. A lot serious. of fun to uh, work eight, with you. I've had so much fun. I'm glad you like my muffins. Yes. Next week, I'll do something else. I'm going to the doctor now, as quickly as possible. Get the stomach pumped. Don't forget to podcast the programme. It's worth it, just for Brent from Coach Trip on Channel <laughs> yes. 4. Definitely worth it just for that bit. I'm back with you tomorrow morning. Don't forget to check out the blog and go to lbc.co.uk for details of Biggin Hill. Nick's with you after the news, which is next on LBC.
1: The DVLA Arisa. Recently-